0: Just head over to brighthire.com to get started. That's brighthire.com to get started. Cheeseman out. Like Shark Tank? Then you'll love Firing Squad. Chad Soas and Joel Cheeseman are here to put the recruiting industry's bravest, ballsiest, and baddest startups through the gauntlet to see if they've got what it takes to make it out alive. Dig a foxhole and duck for cover, kids. The Chad and Cheese Podcast is taking it to a whole other level. Oh, yeah. It's your bartender's favorite podcast, everybody, a.k.a. the Chad and Cheese Podcast. I'm your co-host, Joel Cheeseman, joined as always the crackers to my cheese. Chad Sowash is in the house. And this is Fire and we will. Hey, hey, don't go there. You said it. We haven't even inv- We haven't even introduced the guest yet. Let's introduce <laughs> Tom Sherwood. He's the co-founder and CEO of Koyos. Tom, good day to you, sir. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for having me on. Uh, I, I love when the Brits are on because you know <laughs> they get they get points for sounding smarter than us right out the gate. So, Tom, which is uh, easy, we we go fast with firing squad. Let's get to you real quick. Uh, we'll talk about the company a second, but, but tell us about Tom. What makes you tick?
1: Yeah, so military veteran, uh, five years in the artillery, and then uh, joined the big bad world of recruitment that kind of opened my opened my eyes um, to everything. But yeah, what makes me tick? Sport, uh, my family. I've got three young kids um, that keep me on my toes. I'm, I'm, I'm traveling this week, so I'm, I'm embracing eight hours of sleep a night. How, how
0: do you have three kids? You're you're 15. How do you have three kids? How, what? I am 35. <laughs> I joke. I joke. Tom looks young, everybody. That's Tom. Tell Tom what he's won.
2: Well, welcome, Tom, first and foremost. But this is how a firing squad is going to play out. At the sound of the bell, you're going to have two minutes to pitch, Kaios. At the end of two minutes, uh, we're going to hit you with about 20 minutes of Q&A. Be sure to be concise, or you might get hit with the crickets, which means tighten your game up. At the end of Q&A, you are going to receive one of these from both of us. either big applause. Newton was hit by an apple. Eh, we predict that you're going to get hit by a huge bag of cash. Golf clap. You're no Einstein, but you just might be able to make this equation work. And last, but never least... <laughs> the firing squad even bill nye the science guy is turning his nose up at this stinker scrap it and try again are you ready for firing squad let's do it all right tom your two
0: minutes starts right now
1: so, Koios is a psychometrics uh, platform which has been uh, built to remove the need for self-assessment in um, in, in, the, in the world of psychometrics. We set out to uh, change the candidate experience initially. So, um, previously, people would have experienced where you have to complete a half an hour self-assessment, you answer some questions about whether you look, whether you're the life and soul of the party, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, we set out to remove that. So, we, we leverage um, deep learning to uh, predict personality based on the acoustic makeup of your voice. Uh, So from just 90 seconds of of free speech, uh, we can build a completely um, personalized psychometric uh, insight report on an individual. So um, that could be used initially for your current workforce. It's all hosted on onto one platform uh, where individuals, employees, managers, leaders, uh, people leaders can all uh, see the report. They can see how each other likes to collaborate, how each other likes to communicate, um, and we also uh, just uh, yesterday released uh, Phoebe, which is our um, AI assistant. Um, so you can interact with Phoebe, um, have have a chat with her about uh, people's person uh, personalities. Um, so, for example, if you have uh, an issue about someone's motivation in the workplace as a manager, I can, I can go onto your profile, Joel, Joel, and be like, um, "Got to meet with Joel. He's underperforming. Um, how do I best communicate this whilst whilst uh, keeping him motivated?" And it will give you some actions about the best way to speak to you based on your psychometrics. Uh, and you can find out more details at getkoyos.ai.
0: Clearly he wants a good score from me by telling me that I'm underperforming, Chad. That's not a good <laughs> way to start. Everybody knows that, jeezman
1: <laughs> I had to pick one of you. I was like, which one am I going to pick? <laughs>
0: good call. All right. Um, <laughs> I always talk about the name. Yours is one of the worst ones, I think, that we've had on the show. Uh, so, Koios. did I say it right? Chad said Chaos or something. Is it Koyos?
1: Koyos. 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 So, Koyos, Koyos. Was, the, uh, was the Greek titan of intelligence.
0: Yeah, and his dad was Uranus or something, right? I, I, I researched that.
1: So, anyway,
0: that's it. That's good, Chad. That's good. All right. So, Koyos, how do you spell it? Uh, is it K O Y? Is it K O I O S? Like, I think there's some confusion in terms of a, a, a prospect or someone that wants to learn more about you. Koyos.com uh, is not owned by you. The URL that you've used is get dot, dot ai. So, Koyos.ai. <laughs> yeah. Isn't even your URL. Like not since gocanvas.io yeah. have we had a URL like this. So tell, help me understand and sell your name to me and the
1: url so koios is spelled k-o-i-o-s and it is symmetrical as well so it's nice on the eye uh, according to branding experts
2: there's not another k on it tom it's symmetrical if it would have another k okay so let's get beyond that carry on
1: (laughs) (laughs) um so yeah koios.com obviously isn't owned by us um it's owned by a quite old school software networking business. Um, Koyostate.ai is owned by somebody and we're in the process of looking to acquire that because it's not being used. The certificates are out of date. Um, so they bought it and haven't used it. Um, so we have getkoyos.ai for the time being um, and we've got, we are looking at um, getting the others.
0: All right. It's not, a, it's not a great answer, but it is an answer. I'm going to go from <laughs> sort of tough to I'm going to give you some credit here. You've got some rich experience in recruitment with some big brands. I'm going to drop Snap, Spotify, Apple. Uh, I think corn fairy is in there somewhere. Like you have some really rich experience with recruitment. So tell me about what you've learned in your experience that you can bring over to Koyos that has helped build the company and the vision.
1: I think it's about really valuing the, the candidate experience. Um, for far too long, internal teams um, and also as 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 an industry, um, I think over the past kind of ten to fifteen years has changed significantly. It used to be all about the client and um, the candidate was just a commodity, uh, whereas actually the candidate experience is now now at the forefront, and that was something that I learned. Uh, when I was at Robert Half, actually, not um, not not Corn Ferry. My bad. Um, when, I, when I first started there, it was about championing the candidate. The candidate is king the whole way throughout that, and um, I think that's something we learned to em- empathise as the candidate is is kind of the customer, um, and it's and, and and they are the most important part of this. And if you're empowering the, the customer to have a great journey and they're enjoying that, and as they onboard into a business, then they are going to be your future leaders. That's kind of what we kind of using as a, as a founding team. So Alex, my co-founder um, him, himself, he works um, in, uh, in TA with McKinsey, et cetera. So we have a very similar perspective from, from that side.
2: Okay, so you talk about, I'm going to go back to, to the name real quick. When you guys were looking at Kyos, obviously you... Is it Koi? It's Koios. Koios. Not kai-os. It is. Koi-os, koi-os, koios. Like the, fish. Like the carp. Very chaotic. Yeah, like the carp. Koios. Okay. Yeah. So, when you were doing the the research on this, obviously, you know, you wanted something strong, like Greek God. Uh, but one thing, how much research did you perform on how many companies are actually named Koios today?
1: Yeah, we, we, we looked into it, and obviously, the, the actual name isn't trademarked. Yeah. Um, there are a few companies trying to try use it. I mean, to, to be transparent, we actually were originally called uh, before we came out of um, stealth. We were called Culture Labs, and um, so it was a very, very kind of different uh, business. Wait,
2: two words I can spell. Wait, two <laughs> words I can spell. Okay, carry
1: on. <laughs> so we were originally called Culture Labs, and um, and when we were speaking to our investors, and they well, were
0: .dot com too. Chad, they were .dot com too. Anyway, <laughs> go on.
1: It's 2023. Come on, guys. <laughs> um, it's HR. Come on, Tom. We are changing the industry. We are trying to bring them into the 20, 21st century. Carry on.
2: Ooh, okay. So just so that you know, there are 13 companies just in Florida alone named Koyos. Okay. Yep. So it's very popular, but uh, pop. you're not looking for popular. You're looking at trying to get discovered. Now, back to your-, your- Definitely
0: Google issue, Chad. If you just search Koyos, they
2: are not- Anyway. Oh god, yeah. it's, it's, it's worse than that. Yeah. Okay. Um, and they had the dot-com. God, I didn't know that. I wish you wouldn't have said that. I'm about to explode right now. So you were in recruiting, which I think is amazing. So it gives that that really great experience. Um, but you were in psychometric testing. So why didn't you go more toward uh, efficiencies, automation, those types of things that are incredibly cool? You talked about Phoebe, the assistant. Uh, why didn't you go toward that versus psychometric testing? Do you have a background in psychometric testing? Why, why was this something that you thought you had to do?
1: Uh, I've always found psychology and behavioral psychology fascinating, um, whether mm-hmm. that be in sport, whether that be in high-performance business culture, whether that be in the military world. Um, I've always found psych- psychology fascinating from that perspective. Mm-hmm. And initially, we actually set out to do it. It was to do with processes and automation. It was, it was when I was at, um, at Spotify. They use um, testing. Um, for, for their hiring. And it was a very, it was often taking candidates anything from half an hour to 45 minutes to do these tests. So there was a huge appetite for this information and there was clear value, um, in it. But the process itself was terrible, uh, which was what we tried to solve initially, which was re- removing the need for self-assessment, which then evolved into what we're doing today. So we, we very much believe that talent isn't acquisition. It's not development. It's not management. It's actually that whole journey combined. So, um, even though, as of today, we are doing psychometrics for the current workplace, our talent product is coming um, in, in the new year. Um, and we very much see it from the, the first interaction that that individual has with a business, obviously, the acquisition channel. And as they join a business, in, into the talent development and into talent management. And we, we see that as a full journey that, that, should, that is potentially kind by psychometrics. So all I've
2: heard thus far is the real problem is time. Yeah. Right. Because it takes so much time to complete this. So is that the only problem you're trying to solve for? You're using voice, which I thought is incredibly interesting. And we'll get into that. But uh, do you think
1: is time really the only thing that you're trying to solve for? It's it's time cost. uh, Traditional assessments cost a lot of money. Um, Whereas whereas, whereas ours are cheaper. And and, and what that leads to is the democratization of access. So whereas previously, if you were to go and do a Hogan assessment or a Myers-Briggs or any kind of assessment such as that, you would go and spend a lot of time, spend a lot of money. And because it was expensive, L&D budgets or coaching budgets were often uh, kept for managers and leaders. And we understood that the value of, of psychometrics is across the whole organization. If anything, the more junior members of staff, the intern, uh, the, 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 the graduates. Have a huge appetite for learning. Whereas if you're a C-suite, you've been doing it for 35 years, you kind of know yourself already. So actually, the value and democratizing the information all the way down to um, to the newest members of staff was what, what we were trying to do. So by reducing the cost, a company can have the whole organization complete their psychometrics and empower everybody to to, to understand themselves. So it is time, but it's also democratization of this information as well. Well,
0: well time is money, Tom, and you guys recently raised uh, about 550k in pre-seed money you guys are yeah. not even out of diapers yet uh you launched the company very recently from what i understand yeah. what are you going to do with the, the pre-seed money uh when is the seed round coming and what are you kind of looking for what's the growth growth plan in this talk
1: about the money yeah i mean cash is king right <laughs> um, i suppose from a from a fundraising perspective this this um, this round that we've just done has been very much focusing taking our MVP to market. So we've released our beta we're working with a couple of customers at the moment about rolling that out uh, developing Phoebe and um, yeah Phoebe was the first version came out yesterday um, so, rolling, so kind of getting that to market and essentially learning the, the, the sales journey but also the utilisation of the product within the business. So as we start to learn from, from our customers about how they're deploying it we can then have a product-led um, uh, growth as we go into um, kind of formal launch next year with the talent product with the um, the ambition to raise seed in, in Q1 next year.
0: Okay, walk me through the product. By the way, you said beta, which is beta for our, our American listeners. Uh, just, <laughs> so you know. Uh, so walk me through the product. Uh, for Phoebe, for example, am I if I'm the jo- if I'm the candidate? Am I speaking through the microphone in my computer? Am I talking to Phoebe? Is she talking back to me? And then you're analyzing my voice. Walk me through how the product works from a candidate's perspective.
1: Of course. So essentially what what will happen is – so I'll use the example of the current workforce because they're the people who are are using it. So an employee will get invited to the platform, so they'll receive an email from – uh, from their head of people or, 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 or their line manager. They go onto the platform, um, they, they log in, they, they create an account, put their details in, and then they, they give it a prompt. So you can either um, record directly into the product. So it will, you click through and you can record into it and we need anything from 90 seconds uh, of speech we give a couple of prompts about what to talk about, just just to give some people some direction. Um, or if you want to upload something you've pre-recorded, so whether you want to do it in a meeting room or you want to do it on, on your walk your walk home from work, you can then upload an audio file. Or um, for accessibility reasons, so um, for example, if someone has a speech impediment or they're not comfortable doing speech, we also offer um, self-assessment as well, um, if, if they'd like to, but obviously self-assessment takes 10, 15 minutes um when they go on to it um yeah they, they then click through in, in the recording they speak for 2 minutes um we we ask them to speak about their career what they like to do um what what their ambitions are we then take that data file um, we run it through um, our, our AI. We then also extract extract the transcript from what they've spoken about and provide uh, a personality report, which then personalised based on what they spoke about as well. So whereas previously most reports would be, um, you are an introvert or an extrovert, and here's your file. What we do is we actually uh, take what the person has spoken about and we'll reference that in their report. So for example, if, it's, if it comes back that I am highly agreeable, it will reference something that I spoke about as to why that's an indicator of, of me being highly agreeable. So it's it's not a skills assessment.
0: It's more of a culture or behavior or demeanor assessment. You're not telling me I'm good at programming. You're telling me that I'm a nice guy who gets along with people and is, is highly motivated, for example. I'm I'm simple yeah. I'm simplifying, I'm sure,
1: but that's that's what we're looking to do correct? Yeah, it's, it's, it's psychology. So, so we use the big five psychology model, which is um, openness, conscientiousness, agreeableness, extrarism, and neuroticism. So most people would have heard of Myers-Briggs, um, but, uh, which is the MBTI, the 16 personality types um, that the majority of companies have probably uh, have heard of. Um, but okay. the big five is, is, is the more robust psychology model that's been uh, the preferred method for psychologists since the 1990s. Yeah.
0: Are those your competitors? And what does a typical client sort of look like? Or what do you what do you hope a typical client would look like?
1: A typical client is an organization that's looking to um, in, invest in their people. Obviously, there's a lot of questions, and a lot of conversations happening in boardrooms around how can, uh, how can organizations get more out of the current people they have um so part of the way that our our insights are delivered is all about um enabling people to perform better so it's not a selection tool it's not to be used to say this is a red flag or this is a bad thing it's this is their personality this is how you this is how you get the best out of them so it's enabling everybody to understand themselves and others to to um improve performance and collaboration because ultimately in a business um one of the or a key people strategy is turning relationships into productivity so
2: explain voice a acoustic makeup and yeah. what does that actually do and what does that what does that what does that do for the
1: test yep so the, the the way the model works is when when you speak it's kind of broken into two main areas you have the transcripts of what you're saying and then how you're saying it i'm sure everyone's heard the what their parents used to say growing up it's not what you say it's how you say it it is actually scientifically true so we, we, we break that down we break that down into two parts the transcript is cut off so we can personalize the report. But Then we analyze actually how you're saying it. So that's then broken down into two parts as well. So you have the acoustic side, so the volume, the rhythm, the tone, uh, the the key that you're talking, and then also the linguistic makeup of the sentence. So the ums, the ahs, the... Um, the adjectives that you're, you're using is a real key indicator and there's about 2,000 data points that our models are analyzing and then it produces a prediction of the big five based on that
2: so how do you how do you not see that as a biased method of of perspectively trying to classify somebody just because I have a different cadence than somebody else does doesn't mean that we're not the same kind of mindset. So, how do you not, especially from females who might be more high pitched, uh, versus like a, a Joel who seems a little bit more calm? Damn sexy. <laughs> but could have a crazy streak so so talk about that it seems like we're 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 actually injecting bias into the process
1: so i'd actually counter that and say it's the complete opposite so the way that we've trained the model is um we've actually done it via academic research so, so we've gone out and actually paid every every respondent um over and above um their uh, minimum wage of their country respectively so it's been trained on anybody mm-hmm. who speaks english worldwide that's not english language from london that is anybody uh, who speaks english as a first second third or fourth language they then complete um the traditional assessments we have their core base um personality uh, assessment is as if they would have done a questionnaire they then send us an audio file which is between uh, five and ten minutes long of them talking about themselves and then martin our chief data scientist who's an absolute genius um has built the model to be able to um map out the complete structure of, of the audio of their voice, and then their assessment, and that's how we picked up the trends. So the thousands and thousands of hours of data and um, with these 2,000 data points, plus there are key indicators of different personality traits are, are displayed in your voice.
0: What's up, guys? I got a question for you. What happens when you bring the power of AI to programmatic advertising? Well, game-changing efficiency, of course. What does that mean to you? Improved conversion rates, reduce cost per application and ultimately the one metric that we all know truly matters reduced cost per hire sounds pretty good right well great news this technology already exists introducing hiremaster.ai hiremaster.ai is a data driven model that analyzes a wide range of data sources it considers factors such as candidate demographics job type industry and historical performance data It continuously monitors and optimizes your job advertising campaigns to adapt to changing market conditions and maximum results. Hiremaster AI empowers recruiting teams to work more efficiently and effectively by automating certain tasks and providing valuable data-driven insights. Why not give it a shot today? Learn more and start your trial by visiting Hiremaster.ai now. That's H-I-R-E-M-A-S-T-E-R. that through these stories, we might just spark change within you and awaken a newfound motivation to harness your unique gifts to make a real difference in the world. So get ready to be inspired and join us on this incredible adventure. You can find the Driving Change Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you love listening to your favorite podcasts.
2: So
1: how would Stephen Hawking do in uh, in this test? Um, in, in, that, in that instance, because he has a speech impediment or the lack of ability to speak, uh, that's why we offer self-assessment for accessibility reasons.
2: He could still speak through his computer. So, I mean, it, for, for me, again, it, it seems fairly subjective uh, from not to mention you're, you're not just talking about human beings and how we speak you're not just talking about languages you're talking about somebody from the midwest speaks entirely different than somebody from the east coast west coast yeah. or the south so how do you discern between that because for me uh it, it again it it seems like it's just injecting bias and i'm not talking about worldwide or gender i'm just talking about regions regions of let's say just the united states
1: Yes. So when we collect the data, we also collect uh, the demographic data so we can analyze the performance of the model in in, in that instance. So, uh, because we have people with, with different dialects, um, different accents, to, to your point in, in entirely, we can we will be self-testing the model constantly with this training data. So we will see, for example, if somebody were um, a certain demographic from the Midwest and the model was performing uh, below where it should be, we can then train more data in, into that. And we are completely transparent about all of this ethical use because we know there'll be questions about diversity. So on, on, on our website, we actually share all of our data, how we do it uh, to, to, to that extent to, to be fully transparent. So is this open source? The model itself isn't, but how we trained it is. So all of the data we've collected, the the process that we've that we've used, um, so, yeah, we're fully transparent around that.
2: Okay. So, which is available to anybody so that if they go through audits or anything like that, yep. they can actually use your model. Okay.
1: Yeah. You can, as I said, you can go onto our website. We we know there's going to be – there are serious questions about the application of AI uh, within, within within people strategy. And we're also working quite closely um, with, the, with the British Psychology Society um, as well as we've got um, – attorneys in the us we're working with um ai eu regulation um, as well because we want to be so far ahead of this and be transparent from the word go rather than people ask questions down the line around how have you done this we're we, going to be we are on, on the on, on the front foot to show exactly how we've done it did you
0: mention that text is a way that you can analyze someone i know chad said hawking speaks through a computer but there are people who just can't speak at all or will type is that an option
1: Yes, so, so you can do self-assessment. So you can actually do the, the, the old school um, version of um, answering the questions of, are you the life and soul of the party? How do you feel in this, this situation? So the the traditional method, we, we also offer that as as an option if somebody is uncomfortable using voice.
0: So uh, I know that uh, Europe and the UK aren't as litigious in nature, uh, but the US has a great reputation of suing everyone for every, everything. <laughs> and this yeah. this feels to me like, a lawsuit just begging to happen, not waiting to happen, but begging to happen for, for candidate or or for prospects in the sales process that come around and say like, this looks like it's just too dangerous in terms of getting me in trouble. Uh, because at the end of the day, recruiter employers, their job is to keep the company out of, out of court. And this feels like a real minefield to me, convince me otherwise.
1: So there's one key, really key indicator to this. And there's, there's a law in in, um, in New York and also it's part of the EU regulation of the application of AI. It's AI cannot be used for selection purposes. So our, our, our model and our, and our reports quite clearly um, don't give any indication of why you should or shouldn't hire somebody. All it does is show this is their personality and this is how you work with them. It isn't about this is a negative trait, this is a positive trait. It's about unlocking that person's uh, p- potential. So we are... We're super aware of that. There there is a um, a lawsuit actually happening at at the moment um, to do with a pharmaceutical company in the US um, that used psychometrics for selection using the old school method um, and are currently uh, being sued because um, an individual, unfortunately, um, committed suicide after being rejected for a job by using psychometrics. So we're aware of that, and that's why we're about enabling decisions and decision makers to understand the individuals rather than to select them based on
0: What do you want to be when you grow up? In other words, is this an acquisition play? Um, I guess I'm assuming the answer you're going to give me is like, we're just trying to build the best product ever and how how things roll out. is how. It, but is, do you have an end game on this? Is this a feature? Is it a product? Um, are you on a three to five year track to get acquired? And if so, who do you think would be a good acquirer? You mentioned some big names uh, that are McKinsey, I think, and some others that are doing this. Is that the play? Talk about the future, the roadmap.
1: Uh, the future is, I mean, big picture is to change change the way that psychometrics used across the whole industry. So, um, there are the, the big players such as your, your your Hogan Assessments, your Harvard, your Thomas and Co, which which are huge. Um, we want to be the world leading uh, platform for psychometrics and coaching, and and if that means that we end up acquiring them, then so be it. And I, I think there is an opportunity for us to um, really. Change the way that this is used and, and really bring the whole industry of, of psychometrics into the, in, in, into the modern world.
2: So talk about your target market. Who is the perfect
1: client for this product? In theory, any company that has people in, we can work with. I know that's that's, that's really good. The world. The world. Yeah, we can take over the world. Um, At the moment, it's it's SMEs. We're actually working um, and we're, we're having a lot of interest within the recruitment industry, actually, of recruitment agencies who are trying to squeeze the best out of their current employees. Um, so for, for, for managers who haven't managed before, it's enabling them to make better decisions and to coach their teams more effectively. Um, so initially, uh, as of today's SMEs, it's anything from 50 to 200 employees where they have small L&D budgets um, and they can use this technology um, to in, empower their, their leaders to do better. And as we as we move into next year, we're able to train more languages. So we have demand from South America. Um, we need to train mm-hmm. it in Spanish and, and Portuguese, obviously, as we go into the enterprise world. Um, and we'll start working with larger enterprises next year, hopefully. So
2: SMEs—that's that, a hard market to penetrate. So how are you going to penetrate that
1: market? Um, so initially, it's come through through founder sales, and we have some very strong relationships. Myself, Alex, Martin, obviously through the um, the portfolio of our VCs we're working with. We've also got some very strong um, investors as well, who are angel investors both in the uh, in Europe and in and, and in the US. Uh, but essentially, mm-hmm. it's about understanding that companies are quite budget restrained at the moment um, and how can they get more out there people with, with less. And because our technology is cheaper, it's is more cost effective than anything else out there, and it enables companies to actually perform better, that's part of our strategy is kind of tapping into that um, to, to give them a, a better future.
2: What, what about geography? You talked about, uh, obviously, training more languages, although right now, where's your main focus? What what market geography are you trying to penetrate?
1: Uh, UK and US. I'm, I'm obviously here at the moment in New York meeting with a number of customers uh, this, this week because so there's, there's a big appetite over here.
0: Chad, this sounds really fucking expensive. <laughs> Tom... Talk about the pricing of the product for
1: us. Pricing is going to be changing this week, actually. <laughs> we've, we've taken some feedback. We are, we are changing the pricing. So we're going to have a free tier, which is for individual use. So as an individual, you can do your own assessment. You can see your report, and that's and that's the limit of it. Um, but then the, the the premium product, which is the ability to create teams, you have your Phoebe assist your, your assistant, um, will be £10 per employee per month.
0: One last one for me. Is retention a selling point of this product? You talked about saving time, but I'm trying to get to like what kind of, what what pain are you solving for companies?
1: Yeah, I, I think retention is a, is a very clear indicator of effective use of behavioral psychology in an organization. organization. Um, once we have the metrics, we'll be able to start uh, showing case studies around that.
0: Okay, okay, I got it. Oh man, that's the bell, Tom. Are we ready? ready to face the firing squad? I'll just have a sip of coffee first. Go on. All right. (laughs) Chad, warm up while he sips his coffee and uh, let him know what you think about chaos or coyos
2: or kios or whatever you called it well my first piece of advice would be to rebrand to culturelab.com um <laughs> two two words that i can understand that i can spell it makes it much much easier uh, i love the fashion forward usage of tech i mean voice acoustics makeup i've never heard of that before i thought that was incredibly cool i also thought facial recognition was cool until Higher View got smacked with regulation from the state of Illinois, right? Trying to solve problems, uh, time is, is definitely a, a big problem because you're, you are talking about being able to get those in individuals to take the test. And if they're taking 45 minutes to take a test, it's just not going to happen in many cases. You're going to have high ejection rate, right? Um, but cost. Today, with what you guys are doing, uh, most of... Those companies, it's going to be a race to to the bottom if you start talking about cost, right? Because everybody can scale. It's tech, right? It's not, it's not paper and pencil anymore. It's tech. So, so, so I think there's, there, there are more problems that you guys need to dig into to really start to, to, to create that business case Uh, because testing is an incredibly lucrative space, but it is also, which you already know, um, probably one of the most competitive because It is so lucrative. Um, So at the end of the day, I love that you're looking at the fashion forward stuff. The thing is, you are going at a very, very high rate of speed. You might want to dig in while you're in New York and have some uh, conversations with some EEOC people. They can give you some possible uh, education. Um, But until then, my friend, I I still feel like this is a, a higher view facial recognition situation. We're so early into the tech. Um, not just not not actual tech itself, but for us from an adoption standpoint, and it's all about adoption because if you can't sell it, obviously it's not going to get adopted. So until then, you guys are still early. You're in diapers, but until you can get a little bit more than just time and cost, I'm going to have to go with the firing squad. My
0: ouch, ouch. All right, Tom, my turn. Tom, you're a sports fan. Do you like baseball?
1: Cricket. Uh, more of a cricket fan, <laughs> or, or
0: or or is it rounders in the UK? Is, is it rounders? It's is cricket. that it's cricket? Cricket's cricket. not baseball. Give me a fucking break! All it's, right, so it's pretty much it's pretty much the equivalent. Uh, a quick lesson in baseball, Tom. You go to bat and you get three strikes, meaning you swing the bat and you miss the ball at strike three. You are out, and you got to go to the dugout, right? And you get three strikes in an inning. I won't go into all that. So I am going to give you three strikes about this company that to me says you got your you got your work cut out for you number one your first strike is the name we've already been over that we've beat beat that beat that dead horse i'm not going to say any more about it you can change the name so that's the good news uh and you're you're so early in this journey uh that you can sort of fix that hope hopefully acquire coyos.ai and remedy some of this strike number two this thing is hard to understand, man. I, I don't want to say snake oil, but like voice to know pe- person's personality. And I know there's science behind it. Like to get my head around this, and I'm not the smartest cat in the room, but it's it's sort of challenging for me to, to get, get my head around how my voice and how I speak can give you like data on, on who I am as a person. That's a little hard for me to, to, to grasp. I also don't know what pain really you're solving. Um Look, recruiting budgets are getting slashed. Recruiters themselves are getting cut. Everything's getting automated, which may be, may be something that you can look into if you automate this whole process uh, in interviewing and what person is like. Maybe that's an angle for you to pursue with the business. But it's not like a skills assessment where it's really cut and dry. You're you're hiring people based on skills. This is a like personality trait thing. So, strike two for me is sort of difficult to understand what ex- what exactly pain what pain are you are you solving or resolving for me? And number three, Chad touched on it: the diversity inclusivity issue. Whether you you eloquently in a British accent told me why that's not an issue, but I'm telling you, people are going to be scared shitless to use a product like this just because of the the fear people are going to be so scared of getting sued to oblivion by this product that they're going to just stay clear of it because the benefits aren't good enough for them to be like I'll risk going to court because I can do you know do this that's the bad news tom the good news for you is you need to pivot this shit into being a dating app asap or or make it into like a dating api where I can get a, a, an analysis on someone I might swipe right on based on, hey, they're a nice person, they're agreeable, they open the car door. Like what like dating apps, this screams dating app to me. Uh, you won't have the legal issues. Someone like Bumble or whoever can can buy you. Otherwise, you can go sell it to like author- authoritarian governments or maybe any government for that matter uh, that they can analyze their employees on a really you know s- strict basis of their demeanor. But otherwise, I don't think this works as an employment app, uh, workforce app. Uh, and I gave you the three strikes why. So just like Chad, it's nothing personal. Pivot this thing to a dating app and you, you got gold, baby. But as it is, man, <laughs> I just I can't I can't get it's behind a bigger it.
2: market. That's for yeah, sure.
0: Yeah, it's not personal. Uh, 25 plus years each experience in this industry. Take it for what it's worth. Uh, but yeah, you've got you've got two two guns on you.
1: That's good, thank you. It's it's, it's good to hear
0: your thoughts. I love how the Brits stay polite. Well, Tom, uh, we wish you the best of luck. We hope that you can come back on the show in three years and and show us how successful you are uh, that you sold for a, for a hundred million dollars and tell us to fuck off. Uh, but until then, Tom, for anyone out there listening who wants to know more about Koyos, give them that URL one more time.
1: Getkoyos.ai which is spelled G-E-T-K-O-I-O-S
0: dot A-I. He spelled get for us, Chad. That's a gentleman. Another one in the can, Chad. We We out. This has been the Firing Squad. Be sure to subscribe to the Chad and Cheese podcast so you don't miss an episode. And if you're a startup who wants to face the Firing Squad, contact the boys at chadcheese.com today. That's www.c-h-a-d-c-h-e-e-s-e.com.